Shut up. I'm listening to the next English podcast. You're listening to the next English podcast, a podcast for English learners at B1, B2 and C1 levels. Hello everybody. Hello Zeppers. It's been long time since I called you that. Zeppers. Hi. I hope you're sitting comfortably. Well, even Hello. if you're sitting. Hello. That's my guest. <laughs> Wait a second. Yes. Okay, yes. Yes, Let me just finish this. I hope you guys are sitting comfortably and uh, that was rude of me. Okay. Hi, Dorota. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> yes. Hello. Hello. Good to hear you one more time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really sorry that I, you know, I didn't know what to do, so no, I just no, don't, started. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. It's it's absolutely fine. It's absolutely fine. Welcome to the podcast. You are my guest for tonight, uh, Dor- Dorota. Dorota, yes. It's Dorota. Dorota. Really mm-hmm. harsh <laughs> the pronunciation <laughs> in my language. So it's, it's Dorota. Okay, I'm from Poland, so yeah. You are from Warsaw, from the capital, and you are a fellow English teacher. Yes, although I am not from Warsaw, I am next to Warsaw, so I live 120 kilometers from Warsaw. But this is like the, uh, let's say, the landmark that you would recognize instead of my place. So it's quite small, the the city, and uh, no one really knows it. So yeah, it's close to Warsaw, let's say. Fantastic. But you are an English teacher. Did I get that right, at least? Yes. Yes. Yes, I am an English teacher, like you are, I hope. Yes. I I hope so, too. Uh, (laughs) uh, So, um, Dorota, um, I saw one of your videos on the chat box, which is a Facebook group run by Katie Ortega, Mm -hmm. uh, the Argentinian uh, English teacher. And um, I really like that video, and I, uh, I thought to myself, well, this is exactly the kind of person I would like to have as my next guest on the next English podcast. So here you are. <laughs> Thank you so much. Really, I didn't see it coming, like, you know, so I'm quite surprised. Thank you. I'm honored, obviously. I hope that I will, you know, <laughs> live up to your expectations or the people who, who listen to us. And can I say one thing but before sure. we start? Because yeah. I'd like to welcome here my dear friend from Peru, who is with us now, and she's Maria Gutierrez. You can see her probably. So she came here because, you know, I brought her here and I asked <laughs> her to come. So she's now listening in and uh, I'm really glad, glad that she... You, Maria, could join us today. I'm so thankful. She's oh, my, you know, support. <laughs> that's that's great. Maria, welcome to the podcast. Wait a minute. Is Maria in your room or is she just listening to this uh, episode? No, she's just listening. So uh, She's just listening. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, she has just joined. I can see her. So, uh, yeah, I told her about this and we, we discussed it and she, you know, gave me her support and now she's with yeah. me. So I'm, I'm so <laughs> glad to see her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, just 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 to explain that the the, the reason uh, Dorota invited her Peruvian friend is because I gave her a choice as to what topic we should explore on the podcast in this episode, and Dorota suggested traveling in Peru. Yeah. So I don't have topic. I don't have any questions, but uh, I mean, I think it will all be a natural conversation, and I'll just. Mm-hmm. I'll just uh, learn more about you and your 
experiences of traveling in Peru, which mm -hmm. sounds like a plan for tonight. So, yeah. by the way, we are recording this live. So, if anyone wants to ask any questions, there is a chat box here, so we can pass these questions onto onto Dorota as well. Uh, so, okay. so Dorota, so where do where do I we start? Hands? I have yeah. a question. Will I see them here? Like input your message, it says. So will I see them here, the questions? I think so, yeah. Okay. I think so. Let me say hello there and uh, you tell me if you can see yeah. this. Okay, yeah. okay, I can. Yeah. You know, this is the first time I've used this one, so uh, yeah. I've, I've never seen even this app before, so it's quite don't, near to me, but okay. Don't, don't worry. If I may just ask you for one mm -hmm. thing, could you please just kind of like, sit still because i know you are using your phone and it picks yeah, up a okay. lot of yeah it picks up a lot of like fiddling fiddling noise i think oh i'm sorry yeah. i'm sorry no no don't, you don't have to dogs. Do <laughs> okay oh you have dogs there okay that explains it then <laughs> yeah i have two are they listening too <laughs> yes of course they also give me support what okay. you know you can listen to them from you can F hear it so. fantastic okay fantastic i'm still so if now it's, like, like if it, if it if it's just the dogs, I think we can let, let them let them off, you know. <laughs> okay, let's. Yeah. Good. Okay. okay, so so I don't know how, how to kick this off. I, I guess I will ask you, why did you choose this topic then? Okay, um, so, um, well, I believe this is uh, one of the best, if not the best, uh, experience of my life, really, this, this journey. And... Uh, let me maybe tell you how it, how it started, because uh, as you know, we both come from the countries uh, which were run by the communists, right, in the past. I was born in a communist country. You probably not, but I was. Well, and, uh, you're yeah, flattering I, me. I, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I was. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, okay. I, lived in, I lived in a communist country for six years. So okay. now, now th those of you who know history, of mm -hmm. uh, our countries, you might figure out my age now, <laughs> if you want. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, now I'm trying, but you know it's really hard. Okay. But uh, still, uh, so I remember the times when we didn't have any passports. We when we didn't get have any communication with the you know external outside world, and uh, probably it uh, it led me to this passion, you know, for traveling for for the languages because this is what started first. So I remember you know watching some. TV series or maybe some movies from America, especially, mm -hmm. and they showed the type of life that we never experienced, and they didn't see it coming, and they didn't think that we would experience it, you know, in the future. Yeah. So when it was all over in eighteen uh, nine uh, in um, in, 19, yeah, in 19, 19, 18, 18, yeah, eighty nine, yeah, <laughs> I uh, I was still a child, obviously, uh, but for me it was, you know something extraordinary and i saw the light really uh yeah. more or less then i started you know learning english and uh, and still you know any thought of traveling to, to a uh, different country not to mention you know south america yeah. was was just a dream uh, unachievable let's say and um i remember that back then uh, in the polish public television we had this program it was called uh, salt and pepper and uh, it was run by two journalists uh, travelers uh, 
South America, but not only enthusiasts of the world, of the cultures, of the peoples, ethnicities. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, they were obviously a bit older than I was and, uh, and they were traveling around the world and they were obviously then filming all the conversations with people, uh, filming the places and then we, uh, yeah. we could see it uh, on the Polish television. And uh, it, so it was something that, you know, showed me the world other than America, the US, which was, you know, for us something. So, so tell me again, how old were you when you saw this? Uh, I, I was still a child, like I was, I don't know, eight, let's say, 11. It was, uh, okay. you know, uh, a very long-running program on the Polish television. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, obviously, I was a, an avid reader back then. I didn't watch too much TV, honestly. Not, not, not you know, much well, to watch, in fact. But those, those were the only two options back then, right? Just yeah. watching the TV or, or reading books. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I was an avid reader, which, you know, my imagination ran wild and uh, I don't tend to read so much unfortunately anymore but uh, yeah lack of time and probably the internet also but yeah I was an avid reader definitely and uh, mm -hmm. so also it gave me so you know some ideas about what life could be other people other places other yeah. uh, other things so in this at this uh, point I started learning languages I started learning English and uh then, okay, to cut the long story short, I became a teacher. I started working at school and I was teaching this group. Uh, they were at the B2 level, I remember, mm -hmm. and we were doing this text about uh, Machu Picchu, the Inca Trail. And right. it was filling the gaps with one word, open, close text. And I read this text and I thought, I have to go to this place. Uh, it showed uh, the Inca Trail, which... Um, there are three levels of difficulty, and this is the hiking thing. So yeah. you take, uh, let's say, four to six days, and you, you know, from one place to another, you just, you know, go. You go hiking. Uh, I wanted to do this, but I didn't, unfortunately. But I did something else. So, uh, yeah, okay, we did this text, uh, but you know, this thought was. Um, how to say it? Okay, stuck. it was. It, it was yeah, stuck. It in stuck. Your, yes, yeah. it was stuck in yeah. my head. It was, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, blooming as if I don't know, blossoming, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then, some time passed, and uh, we were sitting at the table eating dinner with my family, with my uh, brother-in-law, and mm -hmm. I just said, "Why don't we go to Peru?" And my husband said, "Okay, so let's see how much the tickets cost." Uh, cost, <laughs> and I said. Okay, so let's. I took my phone. I, I checked, the, you know, the prices, and we bought yeah. four tickets for me, for him, for his brother, and for my daughter. <laughs> wow! And this is this is what happened. It was. I remember it was uh, November, and it was only, I believe, a month or something, or a, a year and a month uh, after, after the... I I met my friend who's with us today, Maria. So, uh, so okay, mm -hmm. fantastic. Already, so, I had a friend there. I'm just I'm just a... trying to put these pieces together. So when you yes. read that article, or when you were teaching, like you you read that article about Machu Picchu. Mm -hmm. Is sorry, is that when you taught your your Peruvian student as well? Or no, did, did, no, no, I don't no, have no. any. I don't have any Peruvian students. So ah, okay. Uh, so right. Maria is my tandem partner so we were you know this was language exchange thing with her we met on tandem it was I before see. and uh 
she is helping me like helping me enormously with spanish but uh but also we had this english spanish like let's say language exchange and mm-hmm. uh um, yeah so back then when i was going to peru i already knew her so she gave me lots of practical advice I see. uh including uh, you know eating coca leaves uh, in case you have sriracha so that uh, you don't in case you have what bad. so yeah this this altitude sickness that's ah. called sriracha and uh, oh, okay. you have to eat coca leaves for you or to drink maybe coca coffee uh, for you not to you know feel it although I did, but maybe later, as I, I will talk about it, maybe later. So, uh, okay. So, so, mm-hmm. so, so, were you a hiker at that point, or was this something completely new for you? Um, okay. Or so let's say like, a climber. I don't know, like what the difference sometimes is. It's a bit hazy. The yeah, difference, it right? Is. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can tell you that. Um, I don't think I'm in the right shape uh, when it comes to sports. My, you know, my condition to to be a hiker at such high altitudes, and even like the best people, the best sportsmen, I believe they have to acclimatize mm-hmm. uh, before. Yeah. And I only had two weeks. So uh, when we bought this ticket uh, in uh, November, I knew that I had two weeks off at school in uh, February. It was just, I see. you know, my one of the, the so closest, it was, the only So this was, this was like a on-the-spur moment decision. Let's just buy tickets to go to Peru. <laughs> and, and let's see what happens. And yeah. uh, the tickets appeared not uh, appeared to be not too expensive uh, Fortunately, uh-huh. and okay. uh, it was you know it was the let's say pre-pandemic times. It was something yeah. that today I don't think I I'd do, and it's something that I you know I'm really sorry that it all happened with this pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, spontaneity is no longer possible. Um, I hope we will get back to it, but for now yeah. it's it's a bit you know tricky uh, buying stuff like this on the spur it's, of the moment, like you yeah. said. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a bit tougher. Absolutely. Yeah. So just just tell me. Um, so you didn't go there with your friend Maria, though. No. You, she no. she was just sort of your guide, like let's say on the phone, or she was like giving you yes. the guidance online. Yeah. So, let's say. Uh, yeah. yeah. Plus, um, for some reason, uh, two people from Peru. Uh, I, I also knew two people from Peru who lived here in Woj, so in my city, because uh, ah. before also I met uh, a friend, a colleague. She's not so close, but uh, at the time she also helped, helped enormously with this whole itinerary because, mm-hmm. you know, to have someone who will tell you do this, do that, um, yeah. you know, even with this altitude sickness, this is something I would never have come up with, you know, if someone mm-hmm. hadn't helped me. So uh, yeah. some practical advice. Uh, so I was also given uh, some practical advice from two people who lived here and uh, I was in touch with them and they lived in my city for some reason. I don't know why. Okay. They moved well, from a- the Andes and uh, Lima nice, to here, but they nice did. Co- nice coincidence, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, but um, okay, so I had like three months to, to organize it. And uh, I had also uh, three months to brush up on my Spanish, which wasn't mm-hmm. that good. Um, and yeah, it helped me enormously. So for example, Mary, Maria Mary, 
so this is the same person uh we were in touch we were you know um exchanging messages on whatsapp we still are in touch like ever since uh, and um you know to to be in touch with a person from another country to to be able to talk to them to be able to uh to learn from them the language this is really important uh when it comes to organizing all this practical stuff that you have to do so uh i had this person there and i had the two people here so uh they gave me some help but also unfortunately i had to get around to doing things myself mm-hmm. so the next step was also to uh to think about how to organize it i had the first night organized by this friend from here uh in lima so we landed in lima but then uh, which we is wanted, the capital the capital yes, of peru which is the yep. capital which is basically more or less uh, in the center of the map uh on the coast and then when you go to the north you will go to see my friend but it's so far away i couldn't do it unfortunately mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, we wanted to do the south so we wanted to go to to nasca to Uh, to Paracas, to, to the Andes, basically. And also yeah. we wanted to see Titicaca, uh, the, you know, the navigable, the, the I believe, the highest uh, navigable lake in the world. But we didn't. We didn't have so much time, unfortunately. So uh, it was only two weeks, but we managed to do so much. And, uh, yeah, I was so, so proud, really, of of, uh, of them also, of the, this mm-hmm. whole team, because uh, it was, you know... Um, a feat i would say uh quite tiring but also pretty satisfactory experience yeah yeah so so okay so we had to talk about the highlights so you said you you spend there for four weeks yeah two no two weeks was two oh, sorry. weeks only yeah so, so sorry two weeks was that enough the, the first question is was that enough no, no. do you think No, you never tire of the road, i have to say so i only have you know the most positive experience of the people the people are like my mary so they are extremely friendly helpful mm-hmm. smiling yeah. um i don't know irrespective of the trouble they might have they will always you know be willing to talk to you to help you uh to to help you with your spanish which is terrible obviously and uh, so really the people the food so ceviche for example mary told me you need to try it right ceviche this is something that you need to try so this is basically something like raw fish and uh, ostensibly peru is famous for it uh, i also ate it in in mexico but uh, i believe that this is the the thing connected especially with peru from from what i heard mm-hmm. um what else obviously magnificent majestic uh, i have no words for it landscapes so yeah mm-hmm. like i said the andes was you know the, the mountains it was something that i it was my dream to go and mm-hmm. uh, i i didn't think that i would never you know ever achieve it so uh, so yeah so mm-hmm. was it was it as you imagined it when you were Six no. years old. Remember that? No, it was better. It was. It was. It was better. Uh, surpassed it was, your expectations. Wow! Definitely, definitely surpassed my expectations. And uh, uh, even today, you know, I, I obviously knew we would be talking about it. So I got back to to some of the photos we were, you know, uh, um, taking a look at some photos. And my husband mm-hmm. also said he said it was 
the best thing because we organized it by ourselves and uh, we did so much in in such a short span mm-hmm. you know yep. of time uh, we managed to do so much obviously what we did uh, if someone wanted to maybe uh, to to take a trip like this one a journey uh, we took uh, a car and uh, so we rented a car in lima then we did these let's say 2000 something kilometers and uh, we took it for 10 or 11 days something like this uh, so the fact that you're you know um um how to say it not individual but uh you're on your own, right? You, by yourself. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't rely on the public transport, which would be great, but if you had more time, then, mm-hmm. you know, you involve more with the people, maybe with uh, the culture, but uh, we didn't have so much time, so we wanted to do it quite fast and uh, with so many different landmarks, let's say, to, to yeah. do. Uh, obviously, when you have a car, it, it's so much faster than uh, going mm. by bus or, or by train. So, uh, so yeah, this is, this is quite important. But, uh, yeah, all the accommodation, the things uh, that... So, uh, <laughs> yeah, tell me about that. So, where did you stay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we stayed in uh, in hostels, in not in I don't know any all inclusive whatever types of hotels. Uh, and yeah. by the way, when we when we got there, it was like I said February, so it was the only month in the whole year when the Inca Trail, as such, is closed. So it means no hiking. So you cannot go oh. with the guide. You can only go with the guide. You cannot go on your own. I uh, see. So this is six days or four days, three days, depends, right? But uh, obviously so, you can... Mm-hmm. So can I ask, like, why yes. this is the case? Is it because of the weather conditions or... Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So this is the rainy season. And, uh, yeah, really, so the mudslides, the... Uh, the you know rock avalanches. Yep. Uh, by yep. the way, back then uh, Peru had like suffered from the great flood uh, in the mountains in the Andes. I remember okay. that some roads were impassable uh, or I- impassable. I believe uh, they say uh, so. Fortunately, yep. we managed, but uh, in fact, this part of Peru was uh, was uh, I believe. Uh, disaster stricken back then mm-hmm. so um it really showed when you went through the the country uh, what, what mm-hmm. about the people because i i have the same experience as you that peruvians mm-hmm. are quite smiley i used to work with i think mm-hmm. um someone from peru was employed in the language school i worked for in london mm-hmm. and i i i used to talk to them quite a lot and they are so smiley so how were the Peruvians, how were they responding to these, you know, disastrous So you know, when it comes conditions? to, um, mm-hmm. well, I wouldn't know uh, precisely because uh, it's not that, you know, go through the country and you talk to all of them, right? You go from one place to another and mostly, uh, yeah, when you stop, you just need to buy something. But mostly we were doing like... Uh, from one place to another, we did like, for example, 300 kilometers or 700 kilometers if possible, right? So um, we did obviously stop. Uh, Every night we we had some accommodation somewhere, but uh, it's not that you can always talk to everyone and uh, you can always discuss their situation. So um, 
as I say, it was only a short time. And in fact, mm. uh, I didn't manage to talk to anyone about the disaster, but I saw yeah. I saw the damage and I saw people trying to repair the roads, trying to you know mm -hmm. remove yep. the, the rocks, uh, um, the mud from the roads. And uh, yeah, I, I believe that they are quite creative, quite... Uh, um, Duros, <laughs> they are quite, you know, um, they um, manage with difficulty. Uh, yeah. I can see it with my friend as well. So they, they are resourceful, entrepreneurial, I, I whatever you can call it. Yeah, I think they it's, always it's find a way. I think mm -hmm. it, you find that this, this is often often the case with people who who are used to such you know, mm -hmm. disasters or catastrophes mm -hmm. on a, I don't want to say on a daily basis, but it's just mm -hmm. common for those places. Then the people yeah. are so, sort of, I don't know, tougher, tough. Tough. They're, they're, mm -hmm. they're tough, you know, they, 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 they kind of expect it. It might be the same with the yeah. J Japanese and earthquakes, you know, something mm -hmm. like that. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, tough. Yes. This is a, this is a good word. Definitely. And uh, I, believe it could refer to the Quechua people who live in the Andes and uh, so one of the say trips was to go to this uh, rainbow mountain uh, it's called Pinikunka uh, and uh, you know there are some trips organized and there are some Quechua people who will just you know be your guides and they will come up this mountain so this is five kilometers but it's really you know high altitudes like Five, four, five hundred uh, thousand kilometers, and uh, I feel terrible. And they just, you know, run up the mountain, <laughs> run down the mountain, run up the mountain, down the mountain, yeah. and I don't know, ten times or well, five times a day because they have, you know, people to. They are used um, to it. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they're used to those conditions. Yeah. Yeah. And did, didn't didn't you mention at the beginning of the podcast that that you would tell us about some kind of. Bump, bump in the roads that you had there when it comes to uh, what was it yeah yeah so yeah the first uh, thing if someone wants to go to to a place like this uh, you go from Uj, which is yeah more or less let's say i don't know zero or something 100 meters above sea level you go to lima which is uh, surrounded by the desert so basically on the coast at the seaside and then uh People land in Lima and then they take a plane, go to Cusco. Cusco and Machu Picchu is around, let's say, two and a half, three thousand meters above sea level. You feel it enormously. So I got sick. My daughter got sick, and uh, it was, you know, really disastrous. And we were moving slowly. This is why we took the car so as to yeah. get acclimatized, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. People don't do it sometimes and they suffer enormously. So this is one of the pieces of advice that Mary gave me was... So she gave you, so she mm -hmm. told you to, what was it, to chew a coca leaf or what was yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, you chew the coca leaf. And also, you, she told... Did, did, she did you do it? Yeah, I did. I did. But this is not what you think, obviously. <laughs> so this is not forbidden. And uh, there are, you know, coca uh, teas as well. And uh, you, you can buy it, you know, on a regular basis yeah. in any restaurant or bar and just drink it. And coca leaves you just get also from these Quechua people for you to to feel uh, to feel better. Does Honestly, it work? Did it Honestly, work? yes, um, it didn't work for me uh, 100% because I was already ill. So um, oh. 
she also told me about something. Now that she's listening, she knows what I'm talking about. And I don't remember, but she gave me this name of something that could be bought. I don't remember now, unfortunately. Uh, okay. But uh, yeah, there are there are some methods, but uh, yeah. yeah, you need to be in good shape, in, in good health. Uh, so did, did you manage to recover? Yeah, I did, but uh, only after I was back at home. Oh, uh, so yeah, it. I ended up having a terrible cough, but uh, so so mm -hmm. did did it did it kind of spoil the trip for you a little bit, no. or did you no. manage to somehow get over no. it? And I believe that the adrenaline rush is so high and uh, and mm -hmm. so steady that yeah. uh, you manage. So um, so this is what happens to you, for example, when you go to this. Uh, I will. One more time, refer to this Pinikunka, this rainbow mountain. Mm -hmm. uh, you start at uh, I don't know three thousand something. You go five kilometers. I don't remember exactly now. I, I even took some notes today. But uh, okay, more or less, uh, you go five kilometers. It takes you more or less one hour to two hours, depending on the hiker, obviously. Yeah. And uh, then you get to around 5,000 uh, meters above sea level. And if you're a good hiker, well acclimatized, you will do it more or less easily. I couldn't. So uh, there's this option of you going on horseback to the, <laughs> you know, to, to the top, let's say, of this mountain. Yeah. And still, I was on horseback, and I was exhausted. I I couldn't, you know, keep it even. So, mm -hmm. so, so, so you mounted a horse, and you were riding a horse. Yes, I was riding a yeah. horse, not being a horse rider. And yeah. uh, I I had this Quechua guy with me, and he was my guide, and he was, you know. I see. I see. You know. So were these horses like the the kind of horses that we would see here, or are they? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Look, do they look different because maybe they they're mountain horses or you know? Um, I believe they were a bit smaller, but overall they were just you know regular, a bit smaller horses than we okay. than we have here. Okay. But uh, yeah, horses that will just you know take you up, go down, take another person yeah. up down. So this is like enormous amount of work on the yeah. part of these yeah. people on the part of uh, yeah, Mary sent it now something. <laughs> Okay, uh, so um, yeah, you have to. Those people, I, I really admire them. But he said because I was talking to him, and he said, "Well, you know, I feel nothing. It's just normal for me to, to you know, to go up and down this mountain many times yeah. a day. It's just you who feels bad." <laughs> so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fantastic! Wonderful. So I think uh, your friend Maria has sent us an image here. Whoever is listening live, yes, this I, be this, I believe is is the the traditional tea, the Peruvian tea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe yeah. I I am not opening it now so that I don't lose this connection with you, but I, yeah. I'll take a it's, look later. It's it's called mate de de coca. Yeah. Okay. So this but, is the one. Okay. Yeah. This is the one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Fantastic. Yes. Well, that sounds that sounds like you, you must have had a lot of fun there, and yeah, it's it must be a fascinating country, and it is. It is definitely. You should go and see it, you, the, yeah. you know, the listeners. So yeah, that sounds that sounds like an interesting idea for sure. Um, so. Yeah. Okay, so does anybody have any questions, guys? Whoever is listening live to this, do you want to ask Dorota about anything regarding this? Um, let us know in the chat. 
And I hope I wasn't too hazy <laughs> because, you know, I want to say everything at once. And so. <laughs> I know, like you have so much to talk about. Mm -hmm. I, I can imagine. And I, I told you, I told you I would only do 30 minutes of the yes, podcast. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it now. I don't know when it happened that it's over. So um. Yeah, this is because <laughs> I have a New Year's resolution, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. I want to keep my podcast shorter these days. Yes. Some of you might be disappointed. Some of you might be celebrating at this point. <laughs> uh, whichever one you are, um, this is the decision I made. Let me know what you think about this, by the way. Send, send me an email. Uh, I just want to mention, uh, Dorota, that I have also mm -hmm. recorded two episodes of the Next English Podcast, which featured people from Peru. So no. there's episode... Yeah, yeah. There's episode 35 called A Word with a Future Peruvian Economist. Mm -hmm. So that was an episode I recorded, must have been like in the second year of podcasting, one of my early episodes. Mm -hmm. And this was a student of mine that uh, came to study in the Czech Republic. And I believe he was half Peruvian and half, half Czech, mm -hmm. but, but he, he was living all his childhood in Peru. So he couldn't nice. really speak Czech that well. But so I, I was his actually English teacher to, to make it even more complicated. I think his, his name is Jorge. Jorge. Okay, I'll listen to yeah. it. And then uh, there's episode 211, which is called A Class with Three Africans and One Latin American. So that was also with uh, my students. Uh, from time to time, I record episodes with my students. And I used to do it in the class as well, during the class. Mm -hmm. Um, um, yeah, so I will listen to it definitely. Okay, fantastic. The Lovely. Peruvians, they are you know my people, so yeah, <laughs> I will yeah, give you yeah. a boost by listening to, to those. No, I, uh, I, I'm with you, I'm with you. I mean, they, they are uh, they are really cute and they are so mm -hmm. friendly and kind. And I, I have got only the best, the best experience with, with Peruvians yeah. myself, so yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay. Cool. Cool. Okay. I guess. We, I guess we, that's where we will leave it. Is there anything you would like to say at the end, Dorota? Is did you? Was this enough time for you to say everything you wanted? Or um, no, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> no. But well, we can do uh, okay. at some point if you want. Yeah, I believe yeah. that uh, we will have some maybe another opportunity to to discuss some some things. Uh, no, it's it's enough, really, for, for now. As we said, half an hour, we have to stick to it. Uh, but uh, it, it was really nice. And uh, yes, I want to say that thank you, really. It was an honor to, to be part of this podcast. And uh, it was my first ever interview. So I hope that it went out quite well. It came out quite well. But uh, Brilliant. I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's the last thing I want to say. I want to compliment you on your English, which is, which is <laughs> great. You. And uh, yeah. Uh, same, same. <laughs> I didn't say much today. I mean, you were, you were, you were so unstoppable. I'm really sorry. Yeah, no, I'm no, really no, no, sorry. No, this is this is not about me. You were the guest, and you had the story. To, you had a story to tell. I was just, you know, trying to uh, keep up with the story. Hopefully, I managed to ask the right questions. And if not, oh, well, yes, um, <laughs> well, we can do part two at, at some point in the future if you want, just to yes. focus on the on the things we didn't cover today. Okay, <laughs> that would be a pleasure for me, really. Fantastic, my fellow teacher. <laughs> yeah, 
from the fellow country, by the way. So <laughs> yeah, we are we, we are neighboring countries. Yes, Poland and the Czech Republic. Okay, thank you very much for listening to this podcast, everyone. Thank you, Dorota, thank you for, for featuring, and thank thank thanks to your friend or shout out to your friend Maria as well for yes. being here. Thank you so much, and for being your friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thanks a lot for listening. For more information, go to Zdenek's English Podcast Facebook group or visit zdenek'senglishpodcast.podbean.com. Thank you for listening to this episode of Zdenek's English Podcast. If you are Zdenek's English Podcast patron, I've got some good news for you. A mini-lesson review that focuses on the target language from this episode is arriving right after this. To become Zdenek's English Podcast patron, go to teachersdenek.com ZEP section and click Become Patron.